Hey friends, and welcome to the Happy Hour with Jamie Ivey podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and I'm so glad you're here. Each week on this show, I invite a girlfriend to join me and we chat about the big things in life, the little things in life, and everything in between. Today's show is brought to you by Joybird. With Joybird, your personal one-of-a-kind style should match your furniture. Need a sofa in a golden hue? A love seat in the hottest red? Joybird's got your back. Joybird even offers a range of kid and pet-friendly upholstery options so that your creations can stand the test of time. Create furniture that matches your own fearless style at joybird.com slash happyhour25. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today at joybird.com slash happyhour25. Use the code happyhour25 and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order. Hello, hello. Happy last day of October. Today, my guest is the healthy little peach, Ashley McCrary, or Mac, as she's known by her friends, and now you and I are her friends. She's a former teacher in Missouri who is now a full-time food blogger. She's a mom to two sweet little girls. She's married to her husband, Joel, and she loves Jesus. Our conversation today is important for any woman who has been in a dysfunctional or abusive relationship. If you've struggled with body image and self-worth, and if you're longing to be freed from the past to walk free in God's power for your future. Mac shares about her own journey toward freedom and acceptance found only in Jesus. She talks about her battle with PCOS, the way food was a tool she used to comfort, but how now God has taught her to enjoy food in a way that is healing and helpful to her body. We also talk about her food blogging and her family paleo cookbook that is soon to be released. Friends, before we jump into the episode with Mac, I have a question for you. Have you ever rated or reviewed, or both, a podcast. It's easy, and I can tell you that it makes a huge difference in more people finding our show. I actually sat down a couple weeks ago and spent about 20 minutes and just went through all of my favorite podcasts super fast, super easy, gave them five stars, five stars, five stars, five stars. And after I was done, I felt so happy because they blessed me with their words. I'm a fan of the product that they're putting out. I'm a fan of their show, and I loved going in and giving them the five stars. So, That's not like a lame pitch to ask you to come give us five stars, although we will always take your five stars. But I do want to tell you that we would love it if you love the happy hour, if you would go in and rate it and review us and actually go do all the shows that you listen to. Simply launch the podcast app on your mobile device, tap the search icon on the screen, enter the name of the podcast you want to rate or review. How about you start with the happy hour with Jamie Ivey and then tap the review tab, write up a really kind, nice review and then hit submit and we'll take your five stars as well. I want to give a shout out to Chrissy B33 for her recent review. It was super encouraging. She said, I randomly came across this podcast and I'm so glad I did. I listen on my hour drive to work and it's just the boost I need to start my day to hear how other Christian women do life and hearing their words of encouragement have been a blessing. Chrissy, Thank you so much. I'm so glad you found us. And you guys, that is proof right there that she randomly came across our podcast. And if you rate and review the podcast, you can help other people randomly come across the happy hour. Okay, friends, here is my conversation with Mac. Ashley, welcome to the happy hour. Hello. Thank you for having me. All right. Do I have permission to call you Mac? You you definitely do. That's what everybody calls me. When do you get there? Like we're already there. We can do it. Oh yeah, we're there. Mac. Best friends, Mac. BFFs. 
Mac. So that's your married name. That's my married name. Um, I got it because I was a teacher. McCrary's hard, so we changed it to Mac. What grade did you teach? Third grade. Okay, so those yep. little third graders, Call me. they're like Mrs. McCrary. Mrs. Uh-huh. Mac. Uh-huh. So they said Mrs. <laughs> Mac. Yes, yes. I love that. It sounds like, wasn't there a song we did when we were little? Oh, Mary Mac. See? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they would do that I'm too. having a teacher moment right now. Yeah. I mean, like a kid moment. You know, I was a teacher before I had kids. Okay, how mm-hmm. long? About two years. Do you like it? I did. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I always thought I would go back to teaching after my kids went in school. Um, I like teaching. And I was a coach as well. So okay. I really like that a lot. But, but you're, you're still teaching. You're like, te- that's yeah. exactly right. Mm-hmm. God moved different ways. And so I still get to teach. Yeah. It just looks different. And they're not fifth graders. Yes. <laughs> I don't ever want to teach fifth graders again. Yeah. See, third was my favorite. Third was awesome. They were my little buddies. I did first. I'll never do first. I, I, again. I don't know that I even want to see a first grader in my sight no, ever again. No, no, no. It was tough. <laughs> I love those babies, but oh my. It was they're tough. babies. That's they're what babies, it is. Yeah. And you get in and then. But third graders, they're like your little buddies, mm-hmm. like your best buds. So. Now, fifth graders, at the beginning of the year, they love you. They're like, let me braid your hair, mm-hmm. Mrs. Ivy. And the boys are still nice. At the end, they're like on their way out the door to sixth grade and they're like, peace out. I don't even like you anymore. Yeah. 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 I have my daughter is in sixth grade this year and it's just crazy that we are done with elementary and it feels so good. Oh, I know. Now your oldest is five. She's five. Kindergarten or no? No. She missed it by 15 days. Okay. You feel okay about that? You know what? I don't want that baby to grow up. I don't. So I'm good. I want her to stay a baby as long as she she can. Um, I have little Eleanor. We call her Nora. Everybody's got a nickname in my household. Uh (laughs) And she is 17 months. So it's going fast. It is fast. So introduce yourself, Mac. For any of those who don't know, what do you do? And how did you get there? Okay. Well, I'm Ashley McCrary. Go by Mac. Everybody knows that. Um, I started a business, a healthy little peach, about three years ago um, while I was teaching. So I was still in school teaching. And I just had something on my heart that I wanted to share my story, um, my journey of health and my love for cooking. So I started a food blog and kind of started on Instagram and did a few takeovers here and there. And it just took off. And it's to a point now where I got to leave teaching and I'm doing this full time and I have a cookbook coming out. So it's um, really exciting to see where God's taking it. Well, I love people that can cook. Yeah. <laughs> My husband can cook. Okay. And now I know, I know you can cook. We're friends. We're friends. Yeah, for sure. For That's sure. Good. People that will feed me, make me happy. Oh, I will give you some good food, girl. I love that so much. Okay, so you have a cookbook coming out. Yeah. That's super exciting. Yeah, we are very, very excited 2020, about 2020, do you know when? Um, it's going to be like the end of March. Okay. Um, and it's a cookbook for the whole family. Paleo, clean paleo, um, keto paleo. So I just like to share how, you know, the whole family can live healthy, not just one or two people. So, what is your health journey? What led you to wanting to talk about that all the time and blog about that? And well, and a lot of that goes to my childhood. And I know we're going to get in that um, a little later, but I always struggled with my weight, always my appearance, my weight. I was always overweight and I had PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Um, I know a lot of women out there have that and it is intense to lose weight um, when you're diagnosed with that. So I struggled with eating disorders, body dysmorphia. I went through Hell, I mean, I really mm-hmm. did with my with my weight and kind of self image. So I finally found the Whole Thirty program with Melissa Hartwig. Dropped eighty pounds through like in thirty 50, days. No girl, okay, not thirty I was days. Like, uh, healthy just, little peach. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it just it started. Um, 
a new way of looking at food yeah, for yeah. me. It taught me how to eat. So I took everything that I learned from that and just kind of kept going and uh, found my new new um, stride. So so that chicken salad you just posted yeah. is paleo. It's paleo. Okay. Dairy-free and so delicious. I did Whole30 once mm-hmm. um, and loved it. I only made it 28 days, so I say it did Whole28. <laughs> But I gave up creamer. Yes. I can drink black coffee now. Absolutely. Um, it teaches you those yeah, things. Now I, I do buy creamer, but it is... Do you do almond milk? Yeah, I do good. stuff yeah. like that. Um, crazy thing is, I can't even drink coffee anymore because I'm 41 and I was getting heartburn all the time from coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I drink iced coffee now. Nice. I know. Yeah, which is crazy. Have you tried nitro? Because that'll change your life. Uh, nitro from Starbucks? Uh, yeah. It is my... Obsession. Oh, I've so got I a get tip. a nitro cold brew with a splash of almond milk. You get that almond milk steamed cold girl. It will change. Wait, steamed your life. what? Steamed cold almond milk. It turns into a foam. Oh, cold. On the I didn't understand you with your accent. accent I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Ask them to steam that almond milk cold, and it oh. is amazing. Okay, Don't I'm gonna do life. that next time. Let do me it. just tell you, I was in the Phoenix airport recently, and I had like a two-hour layover, and so I'm like, man, I need some coffee in my life, so. Go to Starbucks. I'm like, I am so close to this nitro cold brew. I can taste it. I get up to the counter. I said, I'm like a nitro cold brew. She said, we don't have that here. Excuse me. I said, you guys need to get that here is what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Because this is not okay. Now I have to drink regular cold brew. What kind of life is this? It's not nitro. It doesn't give you that. that, What um, is the nitro? I don't know. I just know it's called nitro and it makes me have wings. (laughs) I just, I love it so much. And sometimes- I think it's the way it's brewed. Okay, but listen, something happens because sometimes when I drink it, I get a spark in my mouth. Uh Uh-huh. That's the unicorn magic coming out. No, I'm out. Ser- I'm not joking. I'm not saying a, a like a. I'm not making up a spark. I'm saying it feels like a shocked. Like you know, you shock your shock. Yeah. Is that the nitro? I think so. That's what's I made. I am do. getting nitro shocked in my teeth when I drink it, and I feel so good about that. But you know, I got to tell you though, before we get started, really into this, you've got to know something about me. I make up words a lot. Oh. So I can't pronounce you, words. Well, I do that a lot. People have made fun that I need a dictionary for my words. So if you have any questions, please feel free to ask. <laughs> well, I, uh, I have a my hard mechanism. Time. I have a hard time. I like that one. I have a hard time pronouncing words. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that, honestly, I think people don't call me out on it. I think because they're just like, think I'm trying to be funny. I just, I grew up, with, I had a speech impediment when I was younger. Uh-huh. I was in speech, kindergarten through fifth grade. Right. You should hear me, Mac, when I record the ads for the show. <laughs> it's just me in here. And I have to say words a hundred thousand times. I know Lindsay and our editor, Chris, are like, oh, here she goes again. She can't even say, what's the words I can't say, Lindsay? Oh, <laughs> Panama City Beach. I say, come f- and visit the echo- ecosystem. Is it Echo. <laughs> I say echo. It's echo supposed to be eco. Okay, eco. No one's told. This is the first time I've heard of this. I've read that ad 17 times. <laughs> echo this is the first system. time Lindsay's ever told me. Oh my God. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so this is this is what happens, Mac. Her and Chris, they must get behind the doors and laugh at me and never And tell you me. think you're serious. I you're, think I'm on it. Oh, I know. Okay, Lindsay, one more time. How's the right way? Eco. eco like eco. economic? Uh-huh. No economy. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, let me make you feel better. I was getting observed one time and I was teaching equivalent fractions. <laughs> I kid you not. I said the word equivalation. Equivalation. <laughs> and I thought I was in the Grinch because, yeah. you know. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that I thought that Well, might you make up words better. I have a hard time saying. Okay. I don't even know if it's eco-echo anymore. Like, I don't so even know. So I hope we get through this okay. We will. We'll make it. <laughs> 
This is the best. But you should visit Panama City Beach, everybody. Family friendly. Echo system. Eco Echo. I still don't even know. (laughs) Anyhow. Okay. So you have your uh, healthy little peach. Healthy little peach. Yes. And now you've quit teaching. You're going to write a cook. Well, you are. I I assume you've already written it. It's it's done. We're in the editing and marketing. You're in trouble if it comes out in March. Yeah. Yes. It's It's, done. It's a process. Who did you write it with? Who's your publisher? Uh, It's Corto. Okay. They're amazing. It was the best experience. I know a lot of people. It's a it's a process, as you know, writing a book. Um, so having that support. Are there pictures in it? Yes, girl. Because I don't buy a cookbook without pictures. Oh, there are some pictures. I, I need to know what it's supposed to look like. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So we've filled it with a lot of good pictures and... It's going to be yummy. A lot of with my girls. So. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, I'm excited for you, and Thank I will definitely you. buy your cookbook because I love buying cookbooks. Okay. Can you me tell you why? Why? I don't cook, <laughs> but I love buying cookbooks. Do you like to just look at the food? I like to look at them. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to like this one. You know the other, this is, I don't know why I'm telling you this, Mac. The other craziest thing that I'll spend money on that I just like to look at, I'll go to the store and like a bookstore, you know, where they have all those magazines. Mm-hmm. I'll spend $15 on a home plan book. Oh, yeah. And just look at home plans. Mm-hmm. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard of. But because not, I'm not you building not a house. house you just no, I'm it. never going to build a house. I just think it's interesting. That's Isn't that intense. funny? It Maybe is. I had this architecture I think you do. inside of me. You want to come build a house for me? And just see, I don't build houses. <laughs> I just like to look at the I'll pick out a plan for you. But do it. I'll pick out a plan do for it. you. Do okay, it. so um, one of the things that I know that I would love to talk with you about, because it feels like it has bled into your entire story. It has been a huge part of your life is some childhood wounds that you endured. Um, and I think you're not, I mean, I know you're not alone. I've talked to a lot of women in this tiny mm-hmm. house who have sat in the chair you're in and had the same things that they've said. And I'm anxious to hear your story about what what got you through that. How did you resolve it? How did you get to where you are today? Because I see a common theme and I'll tell you at the end, a common theme if it comes through in your story as well. But I'd love to hear your story about that journey Um of experiencing the wounds and then getting on the other side of them. Absolutely. If you are on the other side, oh. I totally was assuming, assuming and, and, there. And I think it's always a work in progress, yeah. don't you think? Yes, for sure. I think your walk with God is always a work in progress and you can always... If um, it's not, something's wrong. That's because right. we don't arrive. Oh, no. Until absolutely. we get in front of Jesus. Absolutely. But my story, I think, from a child to where I am now, it was just supposed to happen. That's the way I see it. It was supposed to unfold. That's a big statement right there. It's, it was supposed to unfold this way because now I'm reaching women who are going through I the same it. thing and they can relate to me. And, I, and I'm and i so um, passionate about taking my platform and using it for that, for real life. Mm. Like, life's not always glamorous and perfect. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree? I yeah. mean, and I think Instagram and other uh, social media out there shows that it's got to be perfect all the time. And my life's messy. And I want women to know it's okay to be in a mess. So God's allowed you to use creating chicken salad recipes (laughs) to tell them about Him. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'll never get over the way that God orchestrates our Mm -hmm. lives um, and gives every single woman specific gifts and talents in Mm -hmm. order that she can Bring him glory and tell others about him. Isn't that amazing? And it that's is. what you're getting to do. So chicken salad. Chicken salad. If, if I don't good. get some chicken salad today, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just be a mess. Okay, take me back. Okay, tell me I'm how take what this you back. like. Okay, so from a young girl, I mean, we're talking two or three. There was somebody in my life who constantly verbally abused me, and I'm sure that you're aware that verbal abuse is some of the worst abuse that you can encounter. Um, So from a young child, I battled depression, never feeling worthy, never feeling love, always striving to have that um, 
set to get to that expectation that person wanted me to be at. Um, just I, I always needed love, and I couldn't find it with God because I couldn't find it with myself or couldn't get it approved from the person that I wanted it from the most. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I fell into this deep hole of depression and without God, I was by myself pretty much. I didn't, I didn't trust God because I didn't trust the person who was closest to me who couldn't give me what I needed. Did you have anybody that was close to you that was affirming you? Um, a little bit, it, a little bit. Okay. It wasn't consistent. Um, so it really affected everything. It, it was like a domino effect in my life. It just, it, it took hold of my mental health. It took hold of my physical health. Um, and as a, as a young woman, you need that approval. I feel like, do you get what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. think that the words that we share with young kids or our children, it matters. For sure. So every, um, comment about me being fat or un, unworthy or just not good enough, it put me into this, this box of feeling yucky, always, never good enough, just always striving to be something more. And I see that in my life now, like I'm always reaching to get to that next point, because if I get to that next point, not only will this person love me, but God's going to love me. So I had to let that go. So when you were younger, you know, middle school, high school, this is, you know, a big area for for teenage girls who are dealing with this verbal abuse that you're speaking of. Did you have a safe place that you could go that you felt loved? You know, I just don't remember it. No. Okay. I don't. I I, I, I just remember feeling there was a little bit. I don't want to totally disregard the person who did help me a little, but I don't think that that person could either because Mm. of the abuse she was going through, if that makes sense. So I think that it was just a part of my story so that we could get to where I'm at today, which has made me realize that if I had God during that time, I would have been in such a better place. Um, I remember going to church because this person who was close to me, he kind of made fun of the idea of God. So you did not grow up in a Christian home? I I, did. Okay, let me give you an example. Okay. I did grow up in a Christian home, but you have an exterior that's a mansion and inside is trashed. Yeah. That's kind of how my... So there was this m- external appearance of, of we are okay, we have it all together. And, and then like inside, it was a whole different story. It was a di- there were some different demons going on so in there. So even as a child, you would look and be like, well, this God is not who I'd want to follow. Absolutely. Or even true Absolutely. or real because I see two different things. Exactly. There's two different things going on. And that's what I was explaining to my husband the other day. I was like that big, pretty, shiny car out in the parking lot. But when you look inside, it's filled with trash. I was just coming undone inside wow. for, gosh, 25, 26 years. This is how I felt. I just mm. felt like I looked in the mirror and I'm like, who is this person? I don't even know who I am. Um, so it was just years of that. And and don't get me wrong, I love my family. I do. I love my family. I love the journey that we had. And I have a great brother. He um is an engineer now and has a beautiful family. So I don't want to disregard all of that. So as I mean, you're growing up and now you're getting into your twenties. Mm-hmm. You leave home, I assume. Go to college. Mm-hmm. Did you go to college? I did. I played softball at a community college, so I was gone. Look and then you. I what went. What position did you play? Third base, baby. Third base. Oh, I like that third <laughs> yeah, base. Yeah, it's good. And um, so then I went back home for a year, 
and I stayed home and I went to a school, you know, within driving distance. And then I moved away. I moved to Springfield. I got about four and a half hours away. Um, but during this time, my when I had my husband, Joel, we were together then and he was just like my saving grace. Mm-hmm. He was always so supportive. And I guess when you ask, did I have a safe place in my 20s? He was Joel that. Was. Joel was that. But I remember, let's go back a little bit, like, you know, childhood in my teenage years. I remember going to church and seeing my friends raise their hands and praise God. And I always would look at them like, oh, I want that. I want to be able to do that and not be judged. Mm. I want to be able to raise my hand and and love God the way that they love God. But I didn't feel like I could. I didn't feel like I was worthy enough to do this. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even look in the mirror and love myself. How is God going to come and meet me where I'm at? So I remember that vividly, always looking at my friends like, I want that, but how do I get there? Mm. It was powerful. So, you know, as the years go on, I'm still fighting it. And I remember specifically when it happened. I was at um, the Design for Life. I know I was telling you about that earlier um, at JQH Arena. It was with Debbie Lindell. She was the main um, leader of it. And I remember somebody was talking about, you are enough. Right Mm -hmm. where you're at, you're enough. And I just felt him, sorry, I felt him put his arms around me and say, you know what? You're enough. You're enough right where you're at. And I remember just breaking the chains with it. Like, you know what? What somebody thinks of me is not going to determine where I go with my walk in Christ. So from that from that day on, I feel like it's still a struggle with my identity, but I feel like I know who I am more with Him. And I know that you can know God, but unless you have a relationship with Him, it doesn't really mean anything. Would you agree? I totally agree. Yeah. I know you said something to me earlier. You said, through my struggle, God became my best friend. Yeah. And so you can look back on this, and that's why you said earlier, like, this was all part of God's story so that I could get where I am today. Yeah, I truly, truly Mm -hmm. believe that. And, you know, I said, too, you're constantly learning and growing through God. And I just wake up every morning, and I want to learn more. I want to—because you could could be a good person, but unless you have that relationship with God, and I'm learning that, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Unless you can have a best friend who's got your back no matter what. It just, life's not worth it to me yeah. unless I have that. So what does that look like for you <clears throat> five years on the other side of that or however many years it was of you standing there and really feeling like God say to you, you're enough. I'm like, I'm enough for you and you're enough. I love you just how you are. I would imagine I could be assuming here that you still have to fight those battles. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Because like I said, I grew up with eating disorders and I had this horrible relationship with food. Um uh, because I I thought food was my identity. Like if I could be a size two or if I could just grow my hair a little longer, if I could just lose five more pounds, then this person's going to love me just a little bit more. Mm. So I then in turn, my relationship with food went crazy. I would be 100 pounds. I'd be 200 pounds. I would be 150 pounds. It was never consistent. So I was taking out my anger with food because that's the one thing I could control in my mm. life was food. Um, so, and that's another reason why I wanted to share my journey with with God because I think it's a lot of women do that. We look at our worth by the size of our pants and the number on the scale. And it, if five years ago, I would have, you know, I always wanted to strive for more. But now I look at myself and I'm like, God made me perfect. He has a reason 
why I'm a size eight or or whatever it is. He has a reason for me to be here and he has a reason for me to share my story. And it doesn't matter what this girl says. So how do you practically, how do you fight that? Because um, I know that there are still things in my life that God has really freed me from. Yeah. And they sneak up sometimes oh, where I'm like, where did this come from? I don't struggle with this anymore. What's happening? And I have to have some ways in my life to fight that. How do you fight that? Even those insecurities with mm-hmm. food, and now you are, you know, you have a cookbook and all these things, and it feels to me as though your your identity with food has had a shift. Oh yeah, obviously. absolutely. But how do you fight those feelings of insecurity and not worthy? Well, I, th- I think that you, I always will will fight those battles. But I do a lot of daily affirmations. I write in my journal, um, and do you know sometimes I'll just look in the mirror and say, "Stop it, stop it." I have a five-year-old and I have a 17-month-old and I refuse to look in the mirror and say I'm fat and for them to hear me. So they're my reason. I want them to grow up and feel so secure in who they are and the love that God has for them. And my Eloise, oh my gosh, you have never seen a five-year-old love Jesus more than that child. Mm. I mean, she loves Jesus and she knows she's beautiful through him. So I, I think that that's the message that I'm trying to relate to my daughters. And if I'm constantly tearing myself apart, then it's just bringing them negative baggage that they don't need. Um, but it, but it is hard. It, it is so, so hard. Um, I think it's just consistency. And my husband, oh my gosh, y'all, there is no man. I mean, he was just made for me. God said, handed him to me on a silver platter. Yeah. He thinks that I'm pretty darn yeah. perfect. And that has helped me so much having that. All right, friends, I want to interrupt the conversation that Mac and I are having to thank our sponsors who make today's show possible. Our first sponsor is Third Love. This is hands down the most comfortable bra that you will ever own. It has straps that won't slip and it has tagless labels. Not to mention, it's lightweight, super thin memory foam cups that mold to your shape. Best of all, you guys, every customer has 60 days to wear it, wash it, and put it to the test. Then, thanks to Third Love's 100% fit guarantee, if you don't love your bra, you can return it. And here's my favorite thing, you guys. I love their bras. I wear them all. But here's maybe my favorite thing about them. Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. A listener recently told me that she had ordered a bra that she didn't love. And I told her, I said, send it back. You have 60 days. Wear it, wash it, put it to the test, all the things. And she did. And Third Love did what they said. They washed it and then they donated. And then she reached out to say that she got a new size that fits perfectly and she loves it. And she says, Jamie, hands down, the most comfortable bra that she owns. You guys, it really is a perfect bra. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering you, my listeners, 15% off your first order, which guys, you have nothing nothing to lose 15% off and you have your 60 days to wash it and wear it and try it out. Go to thirdlove.com slash Jamie. That's my name, J-A-M-I-E right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash Jamie for 15% off today. Today's show is also brought to you by Stun Collective. Formulated with a blend of science-backed herbs, extracts, and adaptogens, Stun Collective Beauty and Wellness Supplements work to regenerate cells, stimulate collagen production, strengthen elasticity, boost hydration, and amplify radiance, all while improving energy and focus throughout the day and instilling a sense of calm at night. 
These are supplements that you can trust. They're vegan, cruelty-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, with no fillers or chemicals, and third-party lab tested to guarantee quality, potency, and efficacy. Not to mention, Stun's reusable packaging is made from 100% ocean-recycled plastic. Better yet, they commit 10% of their profits to the Stun Empowerment Collective. Let Stun be the first and last empowering thing you do every day. Visit Stun, it's S-T-U-N-N-C-O.com slash happy, or use the code happy at checkout to receive 20% off your first order. Don't worry, you guys, shipping is always free. That is S-T-U-N-N-C-O dot com slash happy or use that code happy at checkout to receive 20% off your first order. I also want to thank ZipRecruiter for making today's happy hour possible. Hiring can be a challenge as Codable co-founder Gretchen Hebner discovered. Gretchen needed to hire a game artist for her education tech company. She knew it wouldn't be easy to find someone to grow with her team, but that is exactly why she went to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Better yet, it finds them for you. Its technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So this is what happens. You get qualified candidates fast. Gretchen posted her job on ZipRecruiter and said she was impressed with how quickly she found qualified applicants. She also used ZipRecruiter's screening questions to filter her candidates so she could focus on the best ones. And that is how Gretchen found a new game artist in less than two weeks. With results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash HH. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You guys, in January of 2024, I made a commitment to myself. I wanted to get stronger, which meant I needed to get in the gym, which means I needed to move my body in different ways. You guys know I love to walk. Well, it's spring and spring is the best time for us to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, to tap into your power and build towards your summer you. I love my Peloton. It accommodates to my schedule with a variety of class links to choose from. I can choose a 30-minute class. I can choose a 45-minute class. If you only have five minutes, there's literally a class to get you moving your body in five minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and every mood. There are classes if you want to hear country music, if you want to hear uh, rock, if you want to go back to the 80s. If you can't run, take a walking class. Need some grounding? Try yoga. If you want to level up, go for their Pilates or HIIT workouts. Here's what I love is that you can move at your own pace. And that is what I'm learning that my body needs right now. It needs to move at its own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take all the guesswork out of working out. You guys, we think about so many things during the day. Let's take the guesswork out. Let's jump right in and let's keep our fitness journey fresh every single day. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. I personally love a good 45-minute hip-hop class. It gets me moving. It gets me excited. It's my favorite genre of music, just ask my kids. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. When you look back at your teenage self and teenage college self, what do you think 
would have helped you. Like if I'm listening to the show right now and I'm thinking, I think I know someone who is struggling through some of this stuff, just like Mac, how can I help her? Yeah. What would have helped you? You did such a great job of explaining this mansion or this shiny car with the inside was trash. trash. Here's the problem that I see is that when we, we all do that mm-hmm. in, in different areas of our lives, we put up this facade, whatever it might be. And mm-hmm. we say, no, we got it all together, mm-hmm. but we're dying on the inside. Right. How do we as friends get into the inside? That's my question is how could someone have seen in and seen she's not this shiny on the inside? Were you just not letting them? Oh, Could totally. someone have done something different? I want us to learn from this and say, how do we as women, A, before each other and spot someone who is dying on That's the inside? That's right. Because I think so many times women want to tear each other down instead of bring them up. So I think just having that one friend yeah. who you could, I mean, Joel was my one friend even in college, but sometimes you just feel silly talking. Mm -hmm. You do. You feel like, I don't want to break down in front of this person. I don't want to cry. So I think vulnerability and transparency, I think that that saves us, don't you? Yeah, so you didn't feel as though you had anyone you could share that with besides Joel, but we're talking about girlfriends. Yeah, that was it because I didn't want to be judged. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be judged. It, It goes back to that. I always want people to love me. I always want that acceptance. And I think you have to let it go a little bit and let down your walls and just know it's okay. God made us imperfect and it's okay. So I think someone who's listening, who's living this life, you're talking about shining car on the outside, trash on the mm-hmm. inside. It takes some hard steps of finding someone to say, hey, I'm not okay. Oh, it is. And I 100% believe in therapy. 100%. We do it, too at the happy area. Oh my gosh. Yes. I went through a couple years of therapy um, with my eating disorders and you know, just some demons that I was working on within myself and it truly changed me. And it was a spiritual counseling that I did. So I mean, she showed me, the lady who I worked with, that God loves you right where you're at. He does not care. He he wants to meet you if you'll just come to him. And I was listening to Priscilla Shire the other day on um, Gideon, and she's talking about, are you at a green light with God or are you at a red light? And for so long, I was at that red light. And I just, I had that wall up. I wasn't going. I didn't feel safe to go. But buddy, when you get that green light and you just go, doesn't it feel good? Mm. And I think that, you know, even if you're at that yellow light, cautiously putting your walls down and going, I don't know. It just, it's powerful. I think just letting God meet you where you're at. Yeah, yeah. And hit green and go. For sure, for sure. Um, okay, so that relationship was always abusive verbally yeah. um, through mm-hmm. your whole entire life. You've told me that there's been a point where with that person that was close to you, you had to say, I can no longer be in this relationship. Right. I've made a vow to myself that I will walk away from anything that no longer serves me or makes me happy. If it doesn't serve me, if it doesn't make me happy, then it should not be in my life. If it's, you know, dairy, dairy doesn't serve me. It makes me sick, so mm-hmm. I can't have it in my life. And that's the the way I look at my relationships now. As I get older, I'm finding people who's going to help me become better in Christ and become just a better person that I'm good when I'm with them. I don't have to talk about people. Gossip doesn't have to be in it. My appearance doesn't have to be the forefront of the, the conversation. It's just happy. So yes, I had to cleanse that relationship, and cleansing that relationship was the best thing because I became a new person through it. But it had to have been hard. It was very hard. It was very, very hard. But through that, I learned so much about who I really am and the strength that I have and my purpose. I I never knew that I had a purpose before just saying, you know what, I've got to walk away from this relationship. But I found that 
as I became vulnerable and I started sharing just little bits of my life, people were like, you help me. Mac, you help me. Thank you. So that just made me more excited to just keep sharing. And that's why I was so excited to come to you today to share this, because I know that there's women out there who who go through this and feel like they have to stay in a toxic relationship, whether it be with a parent, whether it be with a boyfriend or a sibling or a friend, whatever it is, you don't have to stay. If it is not serving you, take a look and take a walk. Take a look and take a walk. Man. We had Sarah May on the show uh, back in September, number 262, and she talked about having to set up boundaries with an abusive mother. Mm -hmm. And so she wrote about it in her book. It's called The Complicated Heart. And she said that she had to make some serious guidelines as to what that relationship was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's been, I enjoy hearing you and Sarah talking about how, you know, someone in your life, you had to make this decision. Because I think for so many women, they feel like the bad guy when they do that. You do. Like, I am bad for doing this. Other people are judging me because I've I've done this. You know, that's what you feel. But you've got to come to a point where you do not care. Because it, your soul and your heart and your life is on the do line. Do you want that shiny car to be trashy inside always, or you want to clean it out? i got to clean it out. Yeah. I had to clean it out because I wanted to be a whole person. I've, I, John, I've talked a lot about my story, and I like, I like to call it becoming whole because I've been pieces. I've been taking my puzzle pieces and putting them together throughout my whole life, and that final cut is what put my puzzle together. I feel like I finally became the person I think God wanted me to be. Yeah. Does when that make you, sense? When you yeah. cut off that relationship. Mm-hmm. It was so hard. It, it was it was very hard because you do feel judgment from others. Like, why, well, why did you do that? And people don't know the whole story. Has there ever been repentance from the other party? No. Do you want that? No. I'm you ve- don't want I'm, it. I'm very much at peace. Very much at peace. That's yes. interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. I would have I thought think, that, do you you know, w- that you needed that. Do you know why I think I'm good? Because I think I have a good relationship with God now. I think He's my best friend. He's my fallback. So I really don't need it. I don't. And that's the first time I think I've ever said it, but I don't. Do you forgive that person? Oh, absolutely. You do? I think you have to forgive. In but how order did you to get be there? Because that's not easy. Well, it's not. I think that the person who did this had their own demons. So um, I think that we're all walking in struggle. But the way that we face our struggle says a lot about who we are. Do we want to go down the negative path or the positive path? So I want to go down the positive one. I want to not let my past dictate my future. I think a lot of people do that, and I just, I can't. And I think if you open anything up back in the past with somebody coming forward and forgiving and saying they're sorry, it just opens up too many new wounds. Hmm. Do you agree? It feels, well, I mean, I I know I I say, do you agree a lot, but I just, I don't know if I'm making sense with what I'm trying to say. No, you're making sense. I mean, I think forgiveness is a beautiful thing. And I think that um, I'm surprised to hear you say you don't want it. Mm -mm. Really, I am. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. Right. I'm just surprised. I would have thought that that would have been important to you. I think now that I have God's acceptance, Uh it's really all I need. And I have my little sweet family, yeah. and it's just, it's. I'm in a really good place, and I think that that's where I view it. Yeah. Well, and this was just three years ago that you kind of made these decisions, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's fresh. It, it is. It is still fresh. Yeah. But I used to think about it every single day, and through therapy, I've thought less and less. That's good. Less. Yeah. It, it it really is. But I just I'm very much in the present and in what's going to happen in my future, and not letting 
all the bad things that's happened in the past dictate who I am or, and I know a lot of people can say, oh, I've had such a bad past and that's why it's it's hurting my relationship with God. And I don't want that to be the case anymore. So you fight Um, for it. I'm fighting for it. Yeah. You said earlier, and I think it's interesting, you said that you, I don't want to misquote you by any means, but it sounded like you said, I am okay with the the way my story has unfolded because of what God is doing in it. Mm -hmm. That's a hard thing for some people. I, I agree. I'm I'm in the same lane as you on that. Like I look back and I think, do I wish I had, and, and a lot of my hurt was self-inflicted. Do yeah. I wish some of those things hadn't happened? Yeah. 100%. Absolutely. Do I see God using them for his good? Over the top, yes. yes. And so I too can look back and be like, it's a weird thing. Cause like, it is. gosh, I don't want to have to go through that, but God, you're using it in ways that, I couldn't have been used without it. Right. Is and, that- and I think the first time somebody said, hey, you helped me, that's when I felt like, okay, this is this was worth yeah. going through so I can help somebody else. But 100%, yes. This is why, I mean, speaking, this is like thing I love to, for women to see, and, and you're walking in it. And this is new for you. You said this the first time you talked about this on a podcast. Yeah, okay. this is it. So this yeah. is new, but this is what I want. This is what I'm always telling women is that we don't need to be ashamed of our stories. Mm-mm. Um, we don't need to be embarrassed of them. Number one, because we're all broken people. Right. Like, and we all live with broken people and we're all hurt by broken. Listen, we are jacked up people. That's all I got to say. We're all messed up. But by the grace of Jesus, by the grace of God, through, through the redemption of Jesus, we get to be people that God looks at and says, I adore you Mm -hmm. and I'm madly in love with you and I love you. And so because of that, we get to, when we, when you share your story right now, Mm -hmm. there are people who are going, I've been through that. I'm in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And if Matt can get through it yeah. by these things, I can as well. Yeah. So I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. And and another thing I wanted to say is about that one person that I did feel safe as a child, they have come leaps and bounds mm. with God. They, yeah. I think it's the same story yeah. with them. They yeah. found the, who loves them through Christ. And it's beautiful to watch that too. So I didn't want to disregard yeah. that person who was Well, Jesus changes lives. That's right. You know, yeah. that's what he does. I want to talk to you about something else. Um, yeah. The polycystic mm-hmm. ovarian syndrome. Syndrome. I was thought of this. PCOS. Mm-hmm. I have had, I, Lindsay, you can correct me. I think we've only had one person that we've actually talked about this with on the mm-hmm. show. And I've heard from listeners, this is this is something that a lot of women struggle with. A lot with. of women have, and it's and very- And it's not talked about much. No, and it's very hard to get diagnosed with it. Um, very, very hard. So when did you get diagnosed? Um, it was in my early 20s. Okay. Um, we were having a really hard, mid early mid-20s, we were having a really hard time getting pregnant with my sweet little Eloise. Mm-hmm. And I mean- Man, wanting a baby and not being able to to get pregnant, it is such a hard, hard feeling. So I went through some depressing moments with that also. Um, So we went to my gyno and we kind of told him what was happening. Couldn't lose weight for anything. I would go on diet after diet, couldn't lose weight. So he's like, I really think that you might have PCOS. We're going to send you to an endocrinologist. We're going to get you checked out. Come to find out, I was diagnosed, and with PCOS, you're never cured from it. You can it's you a can lifelong pretty yes. They don't have a cure for it yet, but there are ways to um, manage it, manage your symptoms for sure. And Paleo and Whole Thirty does that for me. Um, so I'm insulin resistant, so I take metformin and that does it kind do of, that for everybody? No, there's different. Okay, so like with PCOS, you can have it really bad, mm-hmm. and there's you know symptoms. That you might not have, like hair. Mm-hmm. A lot of women have hair on their face. I don't have that. So I think it's 
the, it's the on a scale. Is, there's a yeah, range, yeah. yes. But and there so are you ways can manage to manage your I'm, symptoms through absolutely. diet. But if I eat dairy and I can blow up 10 pounds in a week, I'm not kidding. I mean, it's well, insane. You're in the right place in Austin because you can get phenomenal food here <laughs> oh, that is yeah. paleo, whole 30, dairy. I, Most I of had the, pizza. I had vegan pizza last night. Oh, it was nice. so good. I ate at midnight. That's nice. always healthy. Well, we went. <laughs> we went somewhere. Last week, and I ate dairy, and I had to put a hair tie on my pants because, oh, because I mean, it just blowed up. Yeah. yeah so, yeah. so yeah, I mean, and if you, if you think that you might have PCOS, like you're going to have to fight for it. Like, Go what, to an what, endocrinologist. How, why would I think I had that? Well, I mean, okay, so if you have the symptoms of hair on your face, if you are, have always been overweight and always struggled with your, with losing weight or you put weight on within two days, I mean, go and get checked out. Like I went, a couple years without having periods. So that sounds I went, lovely, yeah, but I do it, know it's not yes, how your body's supposed to work. it's not very good. Yeah, so, yeah. And, and I thought a lot of that was through eating disorders and all that. I thought it messed up my cycle, but no, it's it's through PCOS. So you'll have irregular, ir, let's, here, here we go. go. Let's here do it. Go. Let's do it together. Ready? Irregular. irregular. There we go. Period. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, if you think that you have these symptoms, Go to your doctor and pat for yourself. I want to see an endocrinologist. I want to get a, you need a to panel endo, rant. Okay. Yeah, endocrinologist. So how was it when you, was there some relief because you've been trying, you and Joel have been trying to have a baby and then oh, it was yeah. kind of like, oh, here's why. Yes. But then what about hearing, it doesn't matter what it is, hearing that you're going to battle something for us your life, it can't be comforting. How did you feel after getting that diagnosis? Well, I, th- I was happy, honestly. You knew it was I was wrong. so happy because I had struggled from a little girl losing weight and I was just, I could eat a whole pizza and I was still hungry. And I still battle that. I'm always hungry, always want sweets, always want chips. Yeah. So, like, your cravings are out of control. So, when I got the diagnosis, I was very excited. Like, okay, this is doable. It could be a lot worse. Um, there's ways ways to get pregnant, and I know a lot of women really struggle getting yeah. pregnant with. So I feel very blessed because um, we got on metformin and did some other things, and then we got pregnant with Eloise. But I did whole thirty after L and pe- lived paleo. We got pregnant within a month. Yeah, so you was Nora. helping your body. So it, I, I really healed yeah. my body. And that will be the case for everybody, obviously, ab- like absolutely. you already said. But you can, I feel like, heal your body and heal your symptoms through yeah. a food, yeah. for sure. Well, Daniel Walker, who is a friend of mine yes. from Against All Grain, yes. has really seen a lot of healing yes. in her um I mean, her story's stuff. amazing. Her story's amazing. Um, so can I ask, I'm going to ask you a little bit more about PCOS is this something that develops in women or, or is this something that you are born with? Well, there's a new study I just read it the other day that they think it's in vitro, like okay. it's within the, the womb of the mother that you develop this, but they don't know. In my opinion, I think None it's... None of us, we should uh, do that little side note. Yes, Nobody's a doctor Nobody here. is a doctor, but I think it's environmental. I think it's what we eat. I really do. That you developed it yeah, over time. I mean, yeah. you look at, like, as a teacher, I see young girls starting their periods in third grade now. I mean, I was in seventh, mm-hmm. six or seventh. So I really do think it's the hormones and foods and what we eat. So I am a little more picky with kind of how my girls eat because I struggled with it and I'm afraid that they're going to have it. Um, But man, yeah, it just, and that, uh, that was not helpful with my self-esteem growing up with constantly trying to lose weight and then having those eating disorders and gaining that weight back Mm -hmm. within two seconds. I mean, it was intense. So I know a lot of people with PCOS struggle with depression, but they're 
are ways to get help. Yeah. Yes. You know, one of the things I think is interesting is when I hear your story and your journey that you've been on with um, your your body image and self-esteem mm-hmm. and the verbal abuse that you um, endured for so many years. And then I, I know the world we live in and social media can be so harsh to mm-hmm. kind of find your way. Oh, yeah. And yet you've done that. You have a beautiful social media um, Instagram feed. And Thank you. You love sharing with people about what has helped you health-wise and food-wise and your family. How do you, as someone who does a lot of your work through social media, how do you balance not letting social media dictate uh, dictate how you feel about yourself, but also seeing it for what it is. It's it's amazing. Like I love Instagram, absolutely, and I think it's a beautiful format. Well, how do you how do you straddle that? Everybody is entitled to their opinion. Okay, somebody tell you me know what opinions are like. What? Well, I can't say it on here because it's a <laughs> it's a faith family friendly show. <laughs> oh. They're like, well, I can say this. They're like buttholes. Everybody they're, has one. Oh, they're totally yeah, like yeah. buttholes. Um, somebody told me the other day I look like Michael Jackson. That you look like Michael Jackson? Yeah. I brushed, no that, Jackson I brushed that off. But then the one that I got that I really love is I look like a who from Whoville. A what? A who from Whoville. But I actually kind of like that one because I kind of do look like a so who from Whoville. So you get mean people on Instagram? Oh, we do every now and then. But you know what I do? I love saying sweetheart and honey when I'm mad. So I'll just say, have a good day, honey. Have a good day, are sweetheart. Are these in DMs or on? These are in DMs. Okay, yeah. Um, people, somebody that's... called me a fat cow one time. I just okay. let it go. So it, but that's for fine. me to say that those don't bother me, that's a lie. I mean, oh, they yeah. 100% bother me. I just have to remember what my purpose is. They're probably not very happy with themselves yeah. because I would never get Here's on and happens, say anything Ashley. negative about people. People think that they can type anything. Mm-hmm. They would never say that. No N- one would never. look at you across the table and say, you look like Whoville or whatever. <laughs> Whoville, yeah. Cindy who? What's her name? Cindy Lou who? Cindy Lou who? But I think it's just, my nose does kind of go up like a ski slope. So we'll go with that. But I don't know about Michael Jackson, but yes. No. There, and then, you know, sometimes they'll dig at you about your parenting. and But I really have to let it go because I know that there's so many people out there that I'm helping and that love following me and that love my girls and that love the way I parent. But you're always going to have critics. Well, here's a tip to all the listeners. Yeah. If you don't know somebody personally on Instagram, you don't need to correct them. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, no. And if I My say- My favorite is it starts like this. Jamie, I love you, but- Uh-huh. Oh, I don't need your approval. I'm like, I never met you before. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. I'm a really big fan of yours, but you really disappointed me in this. Uh-huh. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can unfollow now. Yeah. But how do you handle even just the image stuff of- Here's the thing is- Social media is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I want a beautiful feed. You want a beautiful yeah. feed. Mm-hmm. And so there is this um, idea of putting beautiful stuff out there. Absolutely. Um, and I have seen nothing wrong with that. I I come from the opinion that if my page- It reflects no, who we are. No, if your page is making me stumble, then you know what I get to do? I get to unfollow That's you. That's right. And there's That's nothing right. wrong with that. Oh, 100%. I unfollow people. All, I have unfollowed friends of mine mm-hmm. because I needed to work out some stuff in my own heart. Yeah. So we're responsible for our hearts. Girl, I'm going to get on a soapbox. But my question to you is, how do you, as someone who has struggled with self-esteem and body image, and we all have it some way, but you have talked about how it was a little bit more intense. Mm-hmm. How do you then live in a world where you're constantly looking at people's beautiful feeds and beautiful lives? I come as I am every okay. day. I will get on with no makeup. I will say, hey, look at my hair today. This is what mom life is about. I try to be as real as I can be. And I think that that's why I do... Um, have a good following and they appreciate that because I, I do get kind of sick of seeing all the prettiness and my feed is pretty, yeah. but now my Instagram story is 
pretty real. Yeah. Um, so how do you handle your heart following other people is what I want to know. Like how the comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you struggle with that? Oh, well, absolutely. I think that, you know, I'm looking at her food and I'm like, oh, I wish my picture would be better. But then they're telling me, oh, I like your picture. I wish mine was like that. So I think that we all do that. I don't think it's jealousy, but I think it's like, oh, I want to get on that level. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it kind of helps us grow a Spurs little bit. How can we How can we be better mm-hmm. if we're looking at it in the right way? Yeah. Now, if I'm looking at it with envy, I think that that's different yeah. than if I'm looking at it with, oh, well, darn, that's cute. I wish I would have thought of that. Like, oh, look at that time and her chicken salad. Uh-huh. I should try that I'm out. I'm try that. Uh-huh. And us bloggers, the food bloggers, we help each other. Good. We're like a little team. And, and I think that that's great. But I think we all compare. But I think that if we're doing it in the right way, then it's healthy. Okay. I love that you can do that. I think that, you know, I'm always trying to encourage women to guard your heart with yeah. social media. I mean, just guard your heart. You, you're not seeing the the real. We know how to guard our heart. Mm-hmm. And if it means you need to, I mean, it's like Jesus said, you know, if, if your eye is causing you to sin, put it out. That's right. And what he meant was we need to be serious about things that are hard for us and cause us to stumble. That's right. And in this day and age, social media can be one of those things. Absolutely. And so there are times when I'm just like, man. Need a break. If you need to unfollow me, I say your heart's more important than you seeing what I'm yeah. doing today with my kids. And I put on a post recently, one lady's like, you are the best mom. And I'm like, honey, thank you so much, but you only see snapshots of my life. You don't see when Eloise is losing her mind mm-hmm. at Popeye's chicken mm-hmm. and I got to pull her Popeye's out. Popeye's I mean, chicken. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, we don't eat Popeye's yeah. a lot, but you know, every yeah. now and then we'll have a treat. Yeah. But I'm just saying, people don't see 100% me yelling at my kids or getting onto my kids I wouldn't say, well, yeah, I kind of yell sometimes. And that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes we lose our I lose like our to hear your sweet little accent yelling at Get Nora your... and Elle over here. <laughs> uh, okay, Mac, I always ask people what they're loving and what they're reading. Okay. What do you well, got for us? I have been working on a cookbook, so I am not reading a lot, but I am doing Gideon. Yes, Priscilla, Priscilla Shire's study. Yeah, I love that woman. Gosh, I love her. She's one of my favorites to follow on Instagram. Um. And then I'm loving not teaching because I was teaching, writing a cookbook and Blogging. doing my blog and being a mom and a wife. And it was killing me. Mm-hmm. My husband did all the household chores, everything mm-hmm. while I worked. He was a good man. It, he was a good man. So I think that I'm enjoying the um, Is this your freedom. first year not to go back to yes. school? Yes. Okay. Everybody went back last week and it is the weirdest feeling because one thing I did love was my third graders. Like, we were buds. Like, we were buddies. So I'm missing that, but I'm loving the idea that I built this. I built this from the ground up with nobody. That's and so awesome. I'm, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. But it's so cool to see what... No, I, I take that back. Not with nobody. With God. Yeah, yeah. He helped me. But to see Human where... Hands, it, yes, it but to see where it, it started and where it is now, it's such a blessing. And now I can have more time with my girls. So the sacrifice of all that work... Finally paid off. I love it. I so love it. yeah, the journey's good. I'm just keeping keeping it going on that green light, like Priscilla says. Yeah. And well, thanks for sharing uh, oh, some of the hard stuff you. about your story. I know that's yeah. going to really be an encouragement to some people listening. Yeah, and it's fun to see your journey and how you've come uh, to writing a cookbook and releasing it. And we'll tell everybody about that. Well, and thank I'll you be buying so it because much. I love a cookbook. Well, especially thank, if it has no, good I'm going to just send it to you. Okay, so. well, you send me one and I'll buy I'll one I'll let Elle sign it for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. And if, if you're out there and you're hurting, don't give up. Find peace in God. He's there. He's your buddy. So true. It is. That's so, so true. Yeah. And if you're trick-or-treating tomorrow, don't eat candy from strange people. Yes. Check your. Remember when we were growing up? We had to check the candy <laughs> for, for razor needles. blades. For razor blades. <laughs> 
That is so funny. But now people are like taking the caps off stuff in Walmart and licking the ice cream. So oh, we got to watch gracious. that. Jeez oh, Louise. I, my, <laughs> my kids, I have a sophomore this year. He will still say, Mom, can we go trick or treating? Because they, they don't, they just want the candy. Freaking Let me candy. tell you something funny. Speaking of trick or treating, when I had little kids, I was reminded of this the other day. This is so funny. This is so me, if you know me. They would have been our first trick or treating. The first time we ever took our kids trick or treating is when we moved here and they were um, four and two. Like I've oh, never taken them before. Okay. Because here's how I used to parent when I was little. If they don't know, they don't know. <laughs> if they don't know that. I remember I went to Cracker Barrel with a friend one time and my kids got pancakes and she said, Do you want some syrup? I said, Shh, don't tell them. They don't, don't know, know what, what syrup, syrup is. is. Don't tell them. <laughs> I was awesome. trying to be healthy. And then that same friend, she's like, you want to give them a, a juice box? I said, Shh, don't tell them about juice they boxes. They drink water. They don't know about juice boxes. So anyhow, I used to parent that way. They don't know. They don't know. We took them trick-or-treating. And then we came home. They had their big baskets of candy. They laid it out all, all out on the table. And I said, okay, y'all get to pick five pieces of candy to pick for the whole week. And they're like, five? I was like, yes, baby, five pieces. So they picked their five pieces and then we threw everything else in the trash. And they were okay with it. Because you Because they never them. had syrup before. <laughs> I mean, come on. Or a juice or box. Or a juice box. <laughs> they were now. They go trick-or-treating. And I mean, I have no control anymore. Mm-hmm. They've got candy stashed everywhere in their rooms. They it hide it because they know I'm coming for it. You just give up a little. You give up a little. Just a little. I'm like, listen, it, they're going to just eat all the candy until mm-hmm. their teeth fall out. But you know, what, what am I going to do? Yeah. Make my 15-year-old pick five pieces of candy? Can I tell you what I did to make you feel better? What? Eloise likes Sprite. That made sense with my accent, Sprite. Sprite, I got Sprite. it. Yeah. And she gets mosquito bites really easy. So one day she got mosquito bites all over and she was itching. And I said, that's from the Sprite. So now she doesn't want to drink Sprite. Look at because us. I love our parenting. <laughs> this is itches. so good. I said, they just want to drink your sweet blood so uh-huh. you can't have any more Sprite. So she's very particular about what she drinks now. See, listen, we got to do what we can. We got these little kids. We need to lie to them. We need to deprive them. (laughs) Yes. What is syrup? Whatever we have to do. Yes. Don't give them syrup on their pancakes. Listen, because here's the deal. If you're a new mama, they don't know about syrup until you tell them. They don't. They don't know about Sprite till you tell them. They don't know about juice boxes until you tell them. And then you open that door and and it never closes. Yeah, there we go. It's a battle. It's a battle. So can I have syrup on my chicken? No. Yeah, no, we don't. No. We don't do that. I have no control anymore. (laughs) But for all you guys going trick-or-treating tomorrow, have fun. Be careful. All right. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Jamie. Today's show is brought to you by Stun Collective. Stun's mission is to transform the definition of beauty and empower women to harness their own unique potential. That's why Stun Collective's plant-based supplements work to regenerate cells, stimulate collagen, and boost hydration while improving energy and cognition throughout the day and instilling calm and relaxation at night. Not to mention, Stun gives 10% of their profits back. Visit Stun, that's S-T-U-N-N, co.com slash happy, or use the code happy at checkout to receive 20% off your first order plus free shipping. When Max said, she knows she is beautiful through Jesus, and that is the message I'm trying to relate to my daughters. Oh, I loved it. I hope this conversation with Mac was encouraging to you, that you walk away knowing that these things are true, that God's acceptance and approval is all we need, that our beauty is not found in our appearance, but the work of Jesus in our hearts, 
And then if you are living as shiny on the outside, but trashy on the inside, like she said, you don't have to. God sees it all and is ready to help you clean out the trash that you're carrying. Grab that one friend or reach out to a counselor and begin the work to remove the barriers that may be keeping you from truly walking with God. Mac, I'm thankful for you, friend. I'm cheering you on. You guys can go pre-order the Healthy Little Peaches new clean paleo family cookbook with 100 delicious and family-friendly recipes right now. It comes out in April and you will love all of her amazing recipes in there. Today's show was edited by Chris with Podshaper and the music was developed for the show by Matt Graham. Show notes are written by Aki Slockers and the whole thing is organized by Lindsay Sweeney. Next week, my guest is Rachel Proctor. Rachel and I met while on a panel together at a conference in Dallas and I was immediately impressed by her. And then when I learned how she was engaging in her local government, I knew I wanted to introduce her to you. She is a cheerleader for other women. She's business savvy and devoted prayer warrior. Be sure you join me next week on Wednesday to meet Rachel. You guys enjoy your week. Share the show with a girlfriend. Have a happy hour with a friend. Have fun tomorrow if you decide to trick or treat. And I will see you guys back here next week with Rachel Proctor. Rachel Proctor.